Hello and welcome to the Pleasure Collective podcast. This podcast will help you to create a desire-driven, pleasure-led life, uncover the absolute gold that exists in your motherhood experience, and create synergy in blending motherhood and business. I'm your host, Regan Fig, wife and mama to three little wildlings, author of A Mother's Pleasure, and coach and mentor to women who want to create what they desire with pleasure. I'm honored to have you invest your time, energy, and attention in listening into the podcast. And I acknowledge the custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wadi Wadi people of Darawa land. Now let's dive in. Chapter 13, Anchoring Pleasure. There's a picture of a church from a little village in Greece. It hangs on the wall in the home of one of my clients, Mary. It's where her grandparents were married, but the significance of the picture isn't just about that. It's about what it reminds her of. It's about the way she feels when she looks at that picture. Every time she has holidayed in Greece, she has felt what she once thought was the pulse of Athens, but now refers to as the pulse of her soul. When she looks at that picture, she's flooded with the feelings of being a young, carefree woman in a foreign country, having new experiences, feeling at ease, fresh and alive. For Mary, this picture is an anchor to those feelings. An anchor that immediately takes her back to her young, carefree, soul-pulsing self without requiring a trip to Athens. This is an example of an anchor. If, like me, you heard a baby's cry in the newly postpartum stage and got a letdown, the cry was an anchor to your letdown, even if it wasn't your baby. You might have had this experience before too. The song that reminds you of that summer you fell in love takes you back to that state of new love, with sun-kissed cheeks and salt in your hair. The turn-on, or repulsion, you feel when you smell the cologne or deodorant of a past lover. The feel of the soft part of your child's neck that takes you back to the early postpartum days and fills you with wonder and softness and love all over again. What this signifies is that we can anchor in a feeling and revisit it or light it up without the actual event that created it in the first place. Anchors are everywhere. We have anchors everywhere, natural ones that we wouldn't even be aware of unless we started to look for them. And we are setting up anchors for ourselves and our children all the time. Like when you have a bedtime routine that includes lavender in the diffuser, a snuggly bear for the babe, and a certain lullaby playing. It is something that will remind your child of sleep prepare them for sleep, and bring about the state of sleepiness. Looking back now, I wish I'd followed my own suggestions here. We could have used some sleep anchors in the toddler years, especially for our boys. When I started to learn about anchors, I began to look for the ones that were already unconsciously set up in my life, feeling loved with a morning coffee from the hubs, lighting a candle in devotion for each client I met with, and now opening my laptop to the same binaural beats track that helps me focus on writing this book. Just as someone else's baby's cry can induce a letdown for me, and the picture of the church brings on the feelings of actually being in Athens for Mary, our bodies recreate a reaction within us from external stimuli. We feel from within. When Mary was telling me about the picture of the church in one of our sessions together, she said, I want to feel like I've felt when in Athens but I obviously can't be in Athens all of the time. And the good news I gave her was that she didn't need to go there again to feel those feelings. She could simply create an anchor to them 
and that's how she realised she had already created an anchor to her Athenian self, the picture of the church. I love it so much when clients' goals are state-oriented, as in it's a feeling they desire. Happiness, contentment, calm, the feeling of being in Athens, etc. Because we can actually have immediate access to that state. It's from within ourselves that we feel these things. We just need to create the right stimulus and know a couple of simple steps and we have the power to call on that state as desired. This is how we anchor it in. As you please. Now that you've made it to the end of the book, I'm going to assume that you've been able to access more pleasure in your life or a certain state that brings you pleasure, calm, joy, excitement or freedom. So this chapter will help you ensure that that pleasure isn't fleeting. It will give you a really powerful tool to anchor it in so that you can call on that state as you desire. You'll learn how to create triggers to your pleasure state so that it can be repeated without needing to recreate the stimulus that generated the pleasure in the first place. Think of it as an artificially induced state of pleasure that you get to consciously create for yourself as you please. When Mary arrives in Athens, she feels the, in quotations, pulse of her soul. Arriving in Athens is the anchor. The state it elicits is the pulse of her soul. When my husband brings me a coffee in bed while I'm boobing the babe in the morning, it makes me feel loved, supported, and a bit mushy. The anchor is the coffee brought to me by my hubs. The state is loved, supported, and a bit mushy. If I wanted to feel loved, supported, and a bit mushy all the time, I could ask my husband to bring me coffee in bed all the time. Just me? The thing is, we might not be able to constantly holiday in Athens or get coffee in bed all day long, but we created that feeling within our body so we can experience it again in our body, either with or without the original stimulus. For Mary, that picture of the church was one of the stimuli she was able to use to tap into the feeling of being in Athens without having to be in Athens. And the more she repeated this process of experiencing the pulse of her soul, the more she anchored it into looking at this picture. So what I'm sharing with you here and inviting you to play with is that you can feel pleasure or an associated state of being by consciously setting up your own anchors that will link to pleasure or your desired state. You don't need to rely on holidaying in Athens to feel alive or receiving coffees in bed to feel loved. You can set up an anchor in these moments, in the recreated moment or the imagined moment, to trigger the state you desire whenever you like. It is so powerful and liberating to know that you can create a state or feeling on your own without relying on any external stimulus, without requiring someone to do something for you, without needing to travel anywhere, quite convenient for a lot of us in the global pandemic, especially if we have little ones in tow. You can begin to create an anchor that is accessible to you always. There are three states we can choose from to set up anchors in. Number one, the naturally occurring state, the most powerful at creating an anchor. Number two, the recalled state, the next most powerful. And number three, the imagined state, the least powerful. It's easiest to set an anchor in the naturally occurring state as you're feeling the pleasure directly and in the moment. So if I wanted to set up an anchor of feeling loved, the best time for me to do that is during the rush of love I feel as I'm receiving that coffee from my husband in bed after being woken a thousand times the night before. 
if he no longer brought me coffees in bed because he was on the morning shift for work or something, I could still elicit a sense of feeling loved by recalling the times that he had brought me coffees in bed previously, as I would be recalling the loved feeling in my mind. There are so many of you that have been telling me how much you're loving the book, whether it's been the audio book or the have in your hands copy. And so I'm going to ask you a huge favor to please leave a review, a five-star review, ideally on Amazon (laughs) so that the more reviews it gets, the more it gets put in people's faces and the more mums who know about it, the more they can experience a pleasure-filled motherhood. If I wanted to set up an anchor for a state that I'd never actually experienced before, I wouldn't have the naturally occurring or recalled state available to me. So I would need to imagine the state and fire off the anchor when the desired feeling reached its peak. Activity. Set your anchor. Begin by considering what would you like more of or what else would you like to happen or experience in your life right now? And let's create an anchor for it. To actually set up the anchor, here are the super simple but powerful steps I invite you to take. One, either in the natural, recalled or imagined state, find yourself at the peak of the state or feeling you desire. Two, when you're at the peak state, in quotations, fire off the anchor, ideally for five to 15 seconds. This can be achieved with a specific word, sound, touch, or smell, or a combination of these. Read on for more examples. Three, repeatedly fire off this anchor as often as possible, either in the naturally occurring, recalled, or imagined state to increase its power. Four, fire off the anchor outside of that state to evaluate whether it reproduces the desired feeling. Repeat steps one to three until this test works. Your anchor can be anything that involves the senses. Considering you're already experienced at being present and summoning your sensuality, this is going to be easy for you. It could be point one, visual, seeing your screensaver, a picture, a tattoo, or an affirmation. Point two, auditory, the sound of a singing bowl, a particular song, sound, or theme tune. Point three, olfactory. Smelling an essential oil, cream or flower. Point four, kinesthetic, touching, tapping or stroking a part of your body, receiving a certain touch from someone else, lighting a candle, clicking your fingers, clapping your hands. Point five, gustatory, consuming a certain food or drink. It's also a good time to note that it's best to choose an anchor that is appropriate for the desired outcome. For example, if I want to elicit a feeling of peace when my kids are arguing with each other, screaming would not be the best anchor to choose. I will share with you what we did in the example of my client, Mary, who wanted to re-experience the feeling she got from being in Athens. Mary chose to anchor that feeling by becoming present at the peak of those feelings when she looked at that picture, then tapping on her heart. So every time she looked at the Athens picture, she tapped her heart to the point where the feelings of being alive and feeling the pulse of her soul were associated with that action. Now she is able to elicit those feelings, whether she is in Athens or not, whether she is looking at the church picture or not, simply 
by tapping on her heart. Ignite your desire. Maybe you'd like to set up an anchor for feeling turned on so that you can call on this sensation whenever you please. The first and most potent state in which to anchor your turn on is in the moments and experiences where you're naturally turned on. The more you can repeat this process, whether it be in the natural, recalled or imagined state or a combination of the three, using the natural state when you're in a turned on experience and the recalled state in between those experiences, the more you will anchor it daily would be ideal. If, for example, you want to elicit your turn on because it feels like your libido has disappeared and you're really missing sexual intimacy with your partner because you usually, in quotations, just don't feel like it, you can begin to explore and experience anything that makes you feel turned on and build your anchor from there. Note, this wouldn't be the first or the only thing I'd advise friends or clients to do when it comes to a lack of desire. If they're in the early postpartum phase or similar, they might find that they do have desire, but in this season of life, it's more of a desire for rest, healing, and intimacy with themselves and their baby. About a year after one of my clients, Ashley, had had her second child, she realized that she was craving sexual excitement and arousal, that turned-on feeling she used to share with her husband. The times that they were able to have sexual intimacy with each other in that season of parenting and family life were in tiny little windows, and she admitted they often skipped a lot of actual arousal before having penetrative sex. So, to ignite her arousal and set an anchor for it, Ashley and her partner spent their next days generating arousal and sexual energy with no intention of penetrative sex or climax. They explored what worked for her in terms of redefining her desire, summoning her sensuality, and having open, honest communication with each other. They went about it like a playful intimacy building experiment to discover what turned her on and then she went to work creating her arousal anchor. Some of the activities that they explored in this experiment included point one, talking about their desires, point two, holding each other, point three, hugging, point four, kissing, point five, massaging, point six, exploring sensuality in and out of bed, point seven, swapping phones for candlelight at dinner, point eight. Lots of play, including flirtatious play that they hadn't engaged in in a long time. Ashley was consciously seeking her arousal and looking for the evidence of it. And when she noticed it, she went deeper into it. During peak times of arousal, Ashley would consciously activate her arousal trigger by running her hand over her right thigh until it became a set anchor. So now, when she wants to feel turned on, Ashley fires her anchor by rubbing her right thigh and experiences the electrical current of arousal beginning to strum her body. Being in control of our own arousal, using it to enjoy time on our own or with a partner, or to generate a surge of electricity in our bodies to connect us with the ecstasy of life, is one of the greatest powers to possess. The benefit of anchoring pleasure is that as you continue to be open to, seek, find, create, receive and experience pleasure in your life, you also get to savour it and replicate it as you please, even in the least pleasurable moments. Quote, you can create an anchor that is accessible to you always. Okay, so guess what, you lucky thing? If you have heard about my three-day program called The Motherload, as in L-O-D-E, The Motherload, like we've struck gold, we've hit the motherload, as opposed to the weight of which we carry as mothers, 
If you have heard about the motherlode, get excited because yes, I have completed that program, but I recorded all of those masterclasses for you and you can access them via the link in the show notes here. So I know that you are going to love this because you are listening to the audiobook and you are going to be wanting more. And this is how you can access more of my work, more ways to uncover the gold in your motherhood experience right now. As mothers, I know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to just assume that we should naturally be able to have the motherhood experience that we dreamed it would be and to be the mothers that we thought we would be and be the mothers that we are proud of. But just like anything else, being able to find and feel the gold in your motherhood experience, it's a skill. It's a learnable skill. And when I say gold, like I'm putting that as an umbrella term that captures whatever it is that you desire to have your days look and feel like. Maybe there's elements of contentment in there, of gratitude, really being able to see and appreciate the magic and wonder and beauty of your children. Maybe it is just having a sense of a soothed nervous system and being able to get through your day in a way that feels good so that you're not stressed and rushing and snapping. So the focus of this three-day program is on you not having to find any more time or any more energy or booking babysitters or having a completely different set of circumstances. It is taking on these skills, learning these skills that I share with you in this short three-day program and applying them to your life right now and seeing the results right now. So you can start doing this today and find and see and experience the results today. One of the mums who participated just sent me this message and it makes me so happy. She'd been really struggling with finding a connection and any kind of enjoyable time with her daughter. She was having a really hard time, especially the weekends when her daughter was home with her. She said, I had the first joy-filled weekend in forever. I finally focused on finding the joy and oh my goodness, it was so, so lovely. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you haven't finished the book yet, and that's okay. This is an add-on, an upgrade, an up-level to what is already inside the book. This is something that you can dive into, that you can sink your teeth into, something where you can have a audio-visual experience with me coaching. In day three, there is a couple of coaching sessions that are so powerful and valuable for you to listen into. It's where... Real mums are sharing their real life experiences and how to navigate those and find the gold in those experiences. It's so that you can move through your day, like just the everydayness of every day and feel satiated, feel satisfied, feel joy, feel content, feel like you are present to the memories that you never want to forget. So I'm going to pop the link below. It is for you if you want to dive deeper into experiencing more pleasure. If you know that you don't have any other way to change your circumstances right now or you don't have any other resources to give right now, but you still want to uncover the gold that exists in the day-to-dayness of your everyday 
then click the link and sign up for the Motherload. You'll get access to three recorded masterclasses and there is also a special VIP bonus offer in there for you as well. And that's all for now. In pleasure. Catch you next time.